gentlemen, gentle fish, and gentle women. Welcome to the Tuesday Podcast, broadcast today for your listening pleasure, to pleasure your ear holes and titillate your brain. That might be the entire title. It very well might be. It's quite a mouthful, but that's alright. I'm hoping that this mouthful of a podcast will make one, if not all, and that could very well mean the same thing with the audience I'm hoping to procure. One, if not all of you, will shit your pants by the end of this podcast. That is my hope, my dream, my prayer. We'll see if we get there. On the Tuesday podcast, broadcast today for your listening pleasure, to pleasure your ear holes and titillate your brain. Let's begin. This podcast is just going to be a Tuesday podcast. As much of a Tuesday podcast as a podcast can be, not a Wednesday podcast, nor a Monday podcast. Uh, Dear Lord, not a Monday podcast. It's hopefully going to be broadcast as a podcast every Tuesday uh, from here until the foreseeable future and the unforeseeable future and the future beyond that. We'll see where it goes. We'll see what happens with it. Whether or not it arrives on Tuesday in an iTunes podcast library near you will not matter for the title. The title will remain the same. I will not change it. I'm very attached to the name of the Tuesday podcast, although the Wednesdays are the best days of the week. As everyone knows, it is the hump day, which added points for sexual innuendo, and it's also just midweek, you know? You don't expect anything from a Wednesday. Oh, this is actually a concept I've I've talked a lot about amongst my peers. Monday is terrible because you've just come off the weekend and you're beginning work again or you're beginning school. Tuesday, you have to be reminded that this is a new week. You are not far into it. You're not close to the end. It is only the second day of the work week. Wednesday, you're ready for Wednesday. You don't expect Wednesday to be anything that it's not, and you're not disappointed because Monday and Tuesday already disappointed you. You're ready for disappointment, and Wednesday delivers. Thursday, you arrive at Thursday and immediately think that it's Friday, and it's not And Thursday is just so disappointing because it's not Friday. Friday is disappointing because it never lives up to your expectations. You've been waiting for it the entire week long. And then it's just another day because that's all that Friday is. Friday is just another day. So Friday doesn't live up to expectations. Saturday, half your weekend's already gone. And Sunday, Monday's around the corner. So Wednesday, obviously, is the best day of the week. Hands down, because it is the most mediocre of days, does not lift you up, nor throw you down, does not build you up, buttercup, just to let you down and mess you around. So, Tuesday podcast will remain the Tuesday podcast, because I don't expect that it will be anything you expect it to be, nor will it be anything that I expect it to be. In fact, I only expect it to be unexpected, and as such, it creates a conundrum, and this podcast cannot exist within a conundrum, and therefore, I have to expect the expected. 
and the expected outcome is something that will be unexpected to the listener because they have expected the unexpected and thus they cannot be prepared. None of that made any sense, nor was there any content in that, but there it is. It's very much the the epitome of, of what this podcast will stand for. Something that does not make sense. Not a lot of content. And yet, here it is. I was looking on the internet recently as a child of the 90s was off to do. And I was looking at memes, not the kind of memes you might be thinking of, the uh, conspiracy Keanu's or the condescending Wonka's or the, the bachelor frogs or the Irma Gerds. I'm not really sure any other memes. I'm not, not about that life. It's very depressing to me because it's so cancerous, which is actually interesting because Richard Dawkins, if you if you look on Wikipedia, this is basically where I've got my information from, and I have to do more research if I actually want to have a legitimate conversation about memetics and memes, but I don't. I'm just going to be talking about it right now because the Tuesday podcast broadcast today for your listening pleasure to pleasure your ear holes and to delight your brain is not about anything really substantial. It's just about someone speaking into a microphone and somebody on the other end of earphones listening and either enjoying or not enjoying. Part of that is me, but most of that is you, because enjoyment is subjective and I can only put forth something that could be perceived as enjoyable or not enjoyable. There really is only about two options there, and I can only present one thing and so half of the time I'm going to get it wrong. Anyway, memetics is the study of memes, which came forth when Richard Dawkins coined the term memes, which is supposed to be related to genes and memetics and genetics. You know, they're supposed to be sort of close. The whole the main the main concept of what it is, again, my source is Wikipedia, so I do not have a lot of depth in the field of memetics, nor do I have a degree in that field, or any other field for that matter. I do not propose to be a genius of any kind. I do not have any real intellect. I am just simply spouting off facts that you can find on the internet yourself if you wanted to do a search. However, you would miss out on my sonorous voice. So there's that. That's that's a reason you might want to hold off on looking up things on Safari or wherever you look things up. Memetics is the study of memes. Memes is essentially a transfer of um, of culture. There is a lot of pauses at this moment because I'm actually looking at what the actual text says on the page, and it's, there we are, an idea, behavior, or style that spreads from person to person within a culture. And it goes on to say that memes essentially are like viruses, which makes sense if you think about it. If we, if we think just in the case of internet memes, 
just in the case of internet memes, because everybody sort of has a concept of what an internet meme is and what it sort of looks like, and we'll, we'll, we'll begin with that. The, the general form of a meme has has the white text up on the top and the white text up on the bo- down on the bottom. There's an image as a background to the entire thing, and the image usually supports what the words are saying or, you know, augments what the words are saying and makes it more fun, enjoyable for the viewer, reader, audience, whatever, what have you. Monkey pressing the space bar on your computer who happens to be looking at memes. That format happens now because the memes before, the internet memes, sorry, the internet memes before these current internet memes had that same established format and they were popular. The reason that certain memes we see do not continue, certain trends, you know, um, I saw the other day there was a, a fat Asian kid as a meme. It's not a very popular meme, it's just, you know, a fat Asian kid. You can turn anything into an internet meme, but not everything that's turned into an internet meme gets picked up and put into syndication with new cut-and-paste jokes up and down the image. The ones that do, the ones that I kind of mentioned before, you know, Conspiracy Keanu, which actually has fallen by the wayside, if I may say that it has, and also Condescending Wonka, which is not nearly as popular as it once was. These these, these are examples of internet memes that were popular at one time. Whether or not they are now is sort of inconsequential, but they were popular at one time because the image was relatable for some people. The words there all followed the same sort of format that was amusing the first time. Now, in the study of memetics, at least to my understanding of the study of memetics, and the study of genetics in general, and the study of virology, basically what happens is a virus, or a gene, or in this case a meme, an internet meme, it adapts to its environment, so that way it can survive. It wants to ensure a prolonged lifespan of the host, so it comes in contact with other potential hosts, and it can replicate itself and spread to other hosts. If you think about internet memes, what is an internet meme? Essentially what it is is a joke on an image, and the joke on the image is spread around by people on Facebook who are sharing things, or people on Tumblr who are sharing things, and people on Twitter who are sharing things, and it all boils down to a cut-and-paste sort of comedy that is spread from one person to another like a virus because it is a virus it infects your brain and causes you to replicate in some cases not in all cases but in some cases and if you don't replicate then you are just a carrier and you find them amusing and you continue spreading them onwards or you attempt to be a proponent against them and you are viciously opposed to memes and you may hate them with a fiery passion of a thousand suns and yet your girlfriend will look at all of them and send them to you and her family will send them to you in a giant group message and your friends will send them to you and your family will send them to you and you will become an island alone in the sea of internet memes and you won't be able to get away because you don't have a boat because somebody put that boat into an internet meme and you can't use it because of your principles 
and then you die alone and no one finds your corpse because they're all floating in the sea of internet memes on nice little floaties that look like pink flamingos from the 50s that they used to stick out in their lawn, which actually is probably closer to the 60s. Anyway, this is, of course, not from any personal experience. I love internet memes. You can take that to the bank. However, the nature of the virology of internet memes sort of makes sense when you think about it um, in the terms of not so much prolonging a host's lifespan, you know, per prolonging somebody who's looking at a meme, promoting, you know, prolonging their lifespan, because that, that's not necessarily 100% uh, you know, adaptable from the concept of genetics and virology. Um, looking at an image online is not going to make you live any longer unless the image is, hey, this is what it looks like when you are about to receive a lethal injection from someone standing very, very close to you. This is exactly what it will look like every single time. If you ever see this, please run away. A better example probably would have been, this is a very, very poisonous snake. Do not get close to them. Either way, uh, an image on the internet is not going to prolong your lifespan unless it's one of those things. And so, you know, prolonging the lifespan is not necessarily something that needs to be the concern of internet memes, but what is passively the concern of internet memes. If internet memes were, I guess, alive and viruses, their, their concern would be or the 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 benefit of internet memes to a host would actually be um, a form of popularity and self worth because somebody who makes something that is on the internet that blows up you know definitely inflates their sense of self their self worth and in a way you live longer if you value yourself more. If anyone has seen The Killing Room and the whole apoptosis of anti-terrorist terrorist cells, which is an interesting concept, and, and of course, you know, apoptosis is also in bi biology, uh, you know, the, the stage of, of cell suicide, um, the individual may perish, but the social body persists. Um, little nod to Aldous Huxley there. But, essentially, life is a virus, and we are all infected, and you can wear that on a t-shirt. It would look very cool. People would buy it, which gives me an idea to not be a person anymore, and, and, and then I won't have to buy this very cool concept of a t-shirt. Life is a virus, and we're all infected. It, it has a sort of sound to it that sounds like it's supposed to be deep, but really is saying nothing, which, as I, I said earlier on, is pretty much the basis of this show. Um, Sorry, I said show. I meant podcast. I was, I was thinking ahead. Ahead uh, next week on the next... Tuesday podcast broadcast today for your listening pleasure to pleasure your ear holes and titillate your brain. 
uh, that long-winded phrase is probably going to get old very fast, and I may or may not stop saying it. However, the podcast will remain the Tuesday podcast. It will not change to the Wednesday podcast, even though we all know that's the best day of the week. But following this podcast's release, we'll see a podcast next week, perhaps on a Tuesday, perhaps not, which will be about train spotting, which I had initially wanted to talk about in this podcast. However, I got all caught up in the internet memes and Richard Dawkins and his memetics, mainly because I wanted to know where the word came from, you know? Uh, how sometimes you just get curious about where words come from. Maybe not you, uh, or you, that guy, maybe, um, guy to your left. Yeah, see, you're all, you're all looking to the guy to the left and you're like, eh, and he's like, yeah, it's me. Don't, don't be glib, guy to the left. You know, I gave you a pass on this one, but it might be the guy to the right next time. Or the girl in the middle. You don't know. Guy to the left, you could be tomorrow's guy to the right. Not even getting a shout out. Just understand that. Realize that. Know that not all the time will life hand you a shout out from a podcast that is about nothing. Sometimes you won't get a podcast. Sometimes you won't get a shout out. Sometimes the podcast will be about something and you'll get a shout out from that. And thus it still fulfills what I said because you won't always get a shout out from a podcast that is about nothing. Anyhow, next week, join us once again as we dive into nothing and talk about Train Spotting 2 in a long-winded, fast-paced, slowed-down version of a conversation that's just one-sided. That's actually a much better description for what this podcast could be. This this podcast is essentially, you have a friend or an acquaintance who just won't shut up about whatever they're talking about. That's what this is. That's who I am. I am your friend who will not shut up. Which, some of you, it's nice because now you have a friend. For others of you... You understand exactly who I'm talking about in your friend group. And you're thinking of them right now, and they're probably the guy to the left. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, gentle fish, and gentle women. We will return next week with Train Spotting 2. Until then, remember to lace up your shoes. Zipper your buttons, and always, always, always chew your gum before you share. Mm-hmm.